0: Bonjour. Welcome to Spit or Swallow. Can I just butt in? You're always saying bonjour. You what? Yeah, you're always sticking in a bit of French. I don't know where it's coming. That's, Every time you go bonjour. It's because I am bilingual, Sally. Oh, oh. Yes. It, can you not tell by my Mediterranean hue. Yes. Yes, it's the smell of cheese. Of my, That's what that is. And wine, Sally. Yeah, mostly that sort of mostly scale wine breath that I can yeah. get. Yeah. Oh, you're you. welcome. Oh my goodness. Right. So this guest, I was absolutely wetting my pants about and we tried again we tried to book him and our producer the wonderful amanda flung a message out into the ether we had no idea there was we waited waited, waited, and we waited we waited like um like when you're
1: waiting to get in the zoom call
0: yeah, yeah yeah or like waiting. the father of a child that doesn't want to go into the birthing room and then just paces up and down i've been d- i was pacing and pacing for weeks i was pacing and, and then, then out, we, out then the there was blue. a text wasn't there yeah there was a yeah, text was a te- how about she's got monday? a text yeah how about monday? yeah how about monday and then all of a sudden there we, still we are on know. zoom we, we didn't know, know did we, it, it, we will didn't...
1: He come will he come Willie? 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 And then what happened Oh, my God, Sally, who was it? Christopher Biggins. Christopher Blumby Biggins. Oh, my my God. I just think his name is enough just to intro. I mean, he's Biggins, isn't he? Should we listen?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Cheers, everybody. Cheers. We're very
0: excited, me and Louisa. Well. (laughs) I would like to just tell the listener, which will be Jan, my mother, um, (laughs) that tonight's guest is the one, the only, the supremely talented Lord Sir Christopher Biggins. Hurrah! Hurrah! Cheers, cheers. Because it's Biggins, I dug out a really shit but posh glass because I thought he's not going to mess about. Know, I like those dress. glasses
2: too. I think they're really, really nice. They're very 1920s. Very so pretty. I like that. That's very Thank good. Thank
1: you. I've got so a John you, Lewis run of the mill you? one.
2: Yes. John Lewis. <laughs> Nothing wrong with John Lewis. No,
0: never anything wrong with John Lewis. This is probably from the garage. Do you remember when the garages used to give out glasses? green shield stamps. Yes, exactly. Christopher, could you please tell the listener what your choice of booze was this evening, please?
2: Well, I thought as we're approaching the festive season, I.e. Christmas. Um, I. Who got your decorations up, by the way?
0: No, no. And all my
2: friends have. We're thinking of putting them up this today, but we decided not to. I've invested in a very expensive false tree, which looks just like the real thing. (sighs) It was seven hundred
0: pounds. Wow. Shit off.
2: Wow. No way. I know, I know. Wow. Oh
0: my God. Well bloody well treat yourself. we've had a miserable year. Just do what you want. Exactly,
2: isn't it? exactly. Yeah. Would
0: you
1: spend seven hundred pounds on a bottle of wine, Christopher, do you reckon? No.
2: Uh, so anyway, going back to the previous question is I thought it'd be nice and festive to have champagne. The only time I've ever drunk a seven hundred pound bottle of wine was I was doing a show in Reading. And a girlfriend of mine came to see the show and we went for dinner afterwards in a Michelin-star restaurant and she wasn't drinking wine. She was only drinking gin. So I ordered her her gin and then I thought, what shall I have? And a friend of mine, a producer called Eddie Colocundus.
1: Brilliant
2: name. Ooh, Brilliant I was in the restaurant, happened to be in the restaurant with a friend and his wife. So I said to him, Eddie, what shall I have as a nice glass of wine? He said, what do you mean? So I explained that Jeannie wasn't drinking. So he said, we had a magnet of wine, which I've given most of it to the chauffeur to take home. You can have that. So he brought this wine out. Well, I must say it was delicious. And when they left, I looked on the menu, it was 700 pounds. <gasps> oh,
0: wow. my God. The most
2: I've ever had. I would never pay that. Because nice. funny enough, whenever I go to a restaurant and I have wine with the meal, which we always do, I always go for the house wine because I think any good restaurant, if the house wine is not good, it's the fault of the restaurant. And I think most good restaurants have a really good house wine. Otherwise, you pay a fortune for wine, which I'm I'm a bit anti. Yes,
0: well, this, this is exactly why we chose what we've chosen. And we got the champagne for you. Have oh, you tried it yet?
2: Yes, I have. Just had a taste. Very we, nice. We
0: I haven't tried it yet. Hang on. Boy, a,
2: um,
0: it's actually from Lidl. No, I saw this the other day advertised. Yeah, it's from Lidl. I went a little bit expensive for you. Was it £18? Yes, it was. Yes. I think it was sixteen
1: ninety nine. Oh $16. no, it wasn't. It was, it was sixteen. It wasn't $19. quite eighteen. Oh, I obviously. was trying to big it up, but we um. wanted to see if it was worthy of you. Really,
2: I, I think it's rather nice. It's delicious. It's mm. a very good price, sixteen mm. ninety nine. Whenever I do pantomime, which, of course, I'm not doing pantomime this year because of obvious reasons, mm-hmm. I give everybody a bottle of champagne. The actors, the technicians, front of house, everybody, and it can be quite expensive. And so, what I do. Is I always get Marks and Spencer's mm-hmm. champagne, which is thirty pounds a bottle. It's always on at half price. So it comes down to fifteen, and I've got a Marks and Spencer's discount card, which is twenty percent <laughs> off. So it comes down, and if you buy more than a certain amount, it's, it's another discount. So I get this Marks and Spencer's champagne. Which <laughs> About 10:99. <laughs> a bottle. And it's so delicious, I can't tell you it's how, really good champagne.
1: How have you got a Mark Spencer's discount card?:
2: uh, Well, a great friend of mine was the managing director, and I did a <laughs> charity for him. And I got two things. One of them was the card, which I must say I've had, I think, for now for oh gosh, it must be 10 years. And it's a wonderful card to have because, you know, all the Marks and Spencer's foods are so fantastic. Oh. And I, I always wear Marks and Spencer's underwear. So, <laughs> And uh, the odd sweaters. It's really good.
0: Lovely. Oh. Oh, that, so it's a lifetime discount.
2: They've just renewed it. Right. For another two years. So I'm hoping oh. it will see me out.
0: Yeah. Oh, how lovely. Going back to like wine and booze and you saw your friends in this restaurant. Who's the most famous or exciting person you've ever had a glass of bubbles with?
2: Oh, I have to think about that now.
0: Two different it, questions,
1: really, aren't they? Famous and exciting. Because, yeah, well, I, there yeah. is that. Yeah.
2: I think I have to uh, attribute Joan Collins to part of this story because Joan's one of my great friends and I about ooh, must be. 25 years ago, I was in Los Angeles with her and friends of hers called Martin and Marvin Davis, who were billionaires and were known to be the king and queen of Hollywood. And Barbara Davis rang me and she said, Christopher, we're having a 97th birthday party for George Burns. Would you like to come? So I said, I'd love to. So I was very excited. Now, George Burns was a very, very famous comedian, American, really well known. Anyway, so it was his 97th birthday. They had 120 people in the foyer of their house. So you can tell how big oh. it was.
1: Foyer? <laughs> That's so much. A porch things. to you and I, Lou.
2: <laughs> 12 tables of 10. And uh, everybody was there. There was the Joan Collins table. There was the Michael Caine table. There was the Sydney Brottier table. There was the Jackie Collins table. I mean, it was extraordinary. My table was myself... Shakira Kane, who I know, uh, Frank Sinatra, oh. our hostess, George Burns, the guest of honour, and Dan Aykroyd. And Dan Aykroyd said to me, Biggins, pinch yourself. You don't often get nights like this. Well, it was wonderful sitting opposite George Burns. But to be one away from Frank Sinatra, yes, I think yes. my mother could see me now.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So I called him Sir, and I called him Mr. Sinatra, and eventually he said to me, Christopher... Call me Frank. So I thought, well, I can't let this moment go by. So I said, Frank, about 10 years ago in London, I played Nathan Detroit and Guys and Dolls. He said, Do you know Christopher? So did I. And I. That's it. I can die now and go to heaven. It was wonderful. And he took me outside into the corridor of this house to guard him. The reason I was guarding him was his wife didn't like him to smoke and he wanted a cigarette. So uh... oh, I love goodness. that
0: though. Even as famous and as amazing as Frank Sinatra is, you still have to shield him while he has a sneaky fag. I know, because I he'll know. get yeah, he'll get told off by his wife. That's hilarious. hilarious his mouth with some yeah. sort of mint mints before he goes back <laughs> in <laughs>
1: yeah oh, oh what a amazing. great night though oh what a yeah, yeah. A a you sort night. of almost touched marilyn monroe then haven't you because didn't frank sinatra and marilyn monroe have a thing years and years I think ago they did,
2: yes i think they did i mean i have a great friend who's a retired archdeacon of london and he's one of my best friends and he before he became a vicar was a producer in hollywood and his best friend was Judy Garland. And one night, Judy Garland said, come to my house and I'll do supper. So he went to the house and she was in a hat and coat. She Said, We're going around the corner. So they walked around the corner. They knocked on this door of a cottage and Marilyn Monroe opened the door and Marilyn Monroe cooked hot pot for the three of them.
0: Oh, wow.
2: Can you, can you imagine? I mean, that must have been unbelievable.
0: That was hot pot. You wouldn't associate Marilyn with hot pot. And I just hot, wonder whether hot. she did dumplings or not.
2: Oh, I'm sure she did. She did them Yeah. All.
0: She'll have oh. had to have done dumplings, wouldn't she? Oh, my They're God. There aren't many so of that life. royalty yeah. left, are there, really? That sort of untouchable royalty is what I mean.
2: Oh, there aren't.
0: Do you, you must have dined with royalty, though. I've never dined with... Have I dined before? No, I tell you, I've met the Queen
2: on numerous occasions, who is one of the funniest, but brightest women ever. And I did go to Lord Althrops. 30th birthday, and his sister was there, recently divorced and very depressed. And in the hallway of the house, there was an orchestra, a fabulous orchestra playing. And she sat on the stairs. And I sat behind her on the stairs as well. And eventually the music started, and she was, you know, moving I as mean, we thought, Oh, I, I can't resist. So I went up and I said, Would you like to dance? Said, oh, please, I'd love to dance. So we danced. I danced with Lady Diana, <gasps> or Princess Diana. She was absolutely fantastic. And then within about five minutes, someone tapped on my shoulder and came in and said, may I have the next dance? And she left two dances after that. She went to bed. But it was wonderful, and she was really thrilled that I'd asked her to dance too.
1: That's oh. amazing. Wouldn't it have be been oh. lovely if that person had come to dance with you, not Lady Diana? <laughs> <laughs> Step aside, Diana. Diana.
2: God, that would have
1: been wonderful. Now, do you got any good drunken stories you could share with us when you've been Shit-faced, for what of a better.
2: <laughs> I always used to get shit-faced in my younger days. I could not hold my liquor and I used to drink a lot of it. So I was always being ill. One of my favourite ones is I was out with a group of friends and we went to a restaurant and we were drinking wine and cocktails and Aquavit, you know that yellow drink? No, I, do you
0: I know, know, I have heard of it. Yes, yes, it's, I've never had really it. It's horrible, mm. never have it, don't mm. have
2: it. And anyway, we were drinking that. And we decided we'd all go dancing. So we went to the Intercontinental and a girlfriend of mine, Catherine, had a Fiat Uno. And I got into her Fiat Uno. And we drove off to the Intercontinental. And as we drew up to the front doors of the Intercontinental on Park Lane, the porter opened the door. And as he opened the door, I threw up all over him. (laughs) And she put her foot down on the Fiat Uno and we zoomed off, never to be seen again. What must be thought that poor man? I mean, honestly,
0: I love the (laughs) The fact that I know you've been sick, but you were in a Fiat Uno. You just—it was (laughs) was like a
2: Fiat Uno was sick.
0: (laughs) Yellow sick coming out. Oh, Oh, that's great. What's your hangover cure then, or do you just keep going?
2: No, I think you've got to keep going. I think the hangover (laughs) cure is really, the, the only way not to have a hangover is to drink really good wines. Yeah, and, yes. Uh, wines you can trust. And of course, that doesn't often happen, especially if you're drinking with other people and they're paying for the drink. I can now withhold my liquor. I went once to a New Year's Eve party of some great, great friends. And uh, I was so ill, uh, I, I had to go and lie down. And I went to lie down on their bed this couple bed. <laughs> And I was sort of my head was going round and round and round and I went up, oh, I'm gonna be ill, so I must go to the bathroom. As I got up, I threw up all over (laughs) the side of the bed into the host's slippers. (laughs) 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 Oh dear dear.
0: Did you offer to buy new slippers?
2: Oh, I offered to buy them a new house.
0: (laughs) You could have got some discounted slippers with your m s card. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Do you know what, though? I just love this because you, like, we see you on the telly and you just think, no, he's so demure and dignified. No, you're just as bad as the rest of us. That's oh, no, fabulous. No, no,
2: no. I've been terrible on my, in, in my life. I think in the early days, you think you're invincible so you can drink anything you like. And, of course, it doesn't work like that.
1: When you're younger, you do bounce back a bit quicker, though, don't you? But,
2: yeah, you ugh. do, you do. But it, it, as you get older, funnily enough, I don't drink now as much as I used to. If I do drink, I tend to drink good stuff. You know, not expensive, but... Uh,
1: Starting on the expensive stuff of an evening and then move it, you know, mm. if, if you have to, then you move to the cheaper, don't you? Because you, you don't really care at the end of the night, do you? But then that yeah. is where the problems are. Uh, yeah, it's when time. you start in,
0: injecting it into your eyeballs, yes. blue <laughs> nun, and snorting leaf rail milk. What does Joan Collins drink? I bet she's a champagne drinker, is she? Uh,
2: she likes champagne. She- very much a white wine girl is she yeah mm-hmm. and so she likes white wine and she likes ice with her white wine oh yes oh and if we go out which we do a lot we would have say rosé we both like rosé uh, a really good rosé is is a fabulous drink i think for the summer especially
0: a dry one a dry, dry well. rosé or a and also yes.
2: pale very pale yes,
0: yes. with you yes. with you i would drink that with you
2: yeah for no sure. very, very
0: good <laughs> So he hasn't invited you, Sally. No, I know. Now, no, I no, know. Still no. drinking. That, that was that was Christopher's cue to actually go. But do come and drink this. But he hasn't. And I think I think he's spy trouble, Sally. Can't he? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I like that you've dyed your hair pink, Lou, just to sort of well hint that, that you'd like to drink rose with. Yes, well, that's just called lockdown breakdown. That's what that is. Yes. Are you are you surviving well in these weird times? Well, we loved
2: the lockdown. It, it's the first initial lockdown. It was great. It was lovely to be home with Neil. He got very drunk one night and we tended to get up late, eat late breakfast, brunch, have afternoon tea and then eat dinner very late. So we were watching late night television and there was this shopping channel. And there was a Hoover, and I thought, that's very nice. I bought this Hoover. Well, it was a disaster. It was absolutely rubbish. So I rang the company, and they said, We're terribly sorry. This is awful. We'll refund the money immediately. And that was that. And then three days later, they said, you Do you think Mr. Biggers would like to come and sell things on the channel? <laughs> I got a job but uh, I haven't done it yet but uh, it's there if I want it. oh
1: that's brilliant did you do a lot of drinking in lockdown
2: we did drink a lot and and the embarrassing thing was going to the bottle bank behind us uh, with you know carrier bags full of empty bottles
1: what was your drink of choice in lockdown or was it just everything
2: we drank a lot of rosé white Mm. wine Oh summer
1: wasn't it yeah
2: so it was all, it was
1: all Did Joan nice. come round for some rose?
2: Joan had a birthday during the first lockdown and her brother has access to a lovely garden in Belgravia and we all social distances distance. distance. Yeah. We had a very nice lunch. Lovely. We had no. some very nice rose, which was lovely.
0: That's a decent lockdown treat, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. You do panto every year almost, don't you? Yes, I do. What do what, you play?
2: Is it always the dame? Always the dame. When it's Cinderella, I don't play ugly sister because you girls will understand this. I'm far too pretty to play. Of course. Of yes. course. So I, I, I play buttons instead.
1: Oh, what, what's the. Oh, it's Baron Hardup in Cinderella, isn't it? It's, it's, is that, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the father of Cinderella. Uh, is that right? Yeah, right? that's that, right. No, no. Or oh, is that Aladdin? I was in Aladdin okay. once.
2: Baron Hardup, you're right, is a Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah.
1: And where really. was last year's Panto then? Where were you? From. Bromley. And do you do that every year or do you travel around to do the do, I travel
2: around. I was in uh, the year before, I was in Bradford. It's all over the place. But I work for a company called QDOS. Mm-hmm. and all the people in their pantomimes that are not on this year they're going back next year so I'm going to go back to Dartford next oh, year
0: lovely. Oh lovely I love Panto it's one of my favourites I used to work in a theatre called the the uh, the Swan Theatre in High Wycombe and, Oh yeah um, I worked on a Panto and uh, we used to play old lady dead lady sweepstake because somebody would always die at the Panto always without fail and there was one year that the show hadn't even started and I can't remember what the Panto was but it was <laughs> with Timmy Mallet and this lady had carked it before the show had even started and her teeth were on her shoulder she she was halfway through a malteaser oh, and they were just on her shoulder we had to get everybody out and that was and then then um, they the paramedics came in and they gave me her teeth to hold while they tried to revive her oh and i put God. put her teeth at, at like at the back of the theater somewhere and then anyway she got carted off Blah 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 show restarts and then suddenly i remembered i've left her bloody teeth in the in the auditorium, I've left her teeth in the auditorium, and then I had to go in while Timmy Mallet was doing his audience song. She wore an itsy witsy teeny weeny like, and I'm trying to sort of like remember where it was that she died, so that I could sneak along to go and get her teeth. Did you get the teeth? Oh yeah, good good question. Did you get the Did, teeth? No, I couldn't find them.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like scrabbling around for ages trying to find these bloody teeth. I reckon these days they would just cordon it off and everyone would have to go, wouldn't they?
1: Yes, but they, exactly. they
0: did Good but thing. it was sold out obviously Panto it's like 2,000 people but everybody moaned that they had to leave and why couldn't they cart her out mad world we live in isn't it but every year without fail someone would cart it on a Panto I don't I mean, know maybe really, that's just a grim thing to discuss but it always fascinates me you're, you you're, anything to do with Timmy Man do you think quite possibly yes I think I'd have uh, I'd have carted it if I'd have paid <laughs> 30 quid to see that man <laughs> waving his hands around singing about a bikini <laughs> So Christopher, tell us this
1: Christmas, what is going to be on your dinner table, booze-wise?
2: I we usually go to my, we have done for the last 21 years, to my godchildren's parents in Oxford. They are very much the whole family. The eldest boy is in, in alcohol. He sells gins and vodkas and things of a company and knows a lot about wine and His father is a great wine person as well. So we do have the most delicious champagnes and most delicious red wines and white wine. And on Christmas morning, we get up and we go and have breakfast. And then we go to church, which is just in the grounds of the house that we, we stay in. And then afterwards, we come and we have champagne whilst we open the presents. And then halfway through the opening of the presents, we go over to vodka and caviar and then that leads us into lunch at about two thirty, three 3 o'clock.
1: If you're still awake. <laughs>
2: if you're still awake, exactly.
0: <laughs> like really yeah, expensive nice, caviar. Expensive. Really expensive Well, I've got
2: caviar. a really lovely woman who supplies, uh, Lorna, her name is, supplies great caviar. And it's a very good price. I mean, it is expensive, of course, but it's worth it. I think, I mean, my, my uh, a great friend of mine is uh, a Russian and uh, he... Always serves, if he knows I'm coming for dinner, my favorite starter, which is a baked potato, half a baked potato. And he's, they put it in the oven, bake them, and then they cut it in half and they scoop all the potato out of the skin, put the skins back into the oven and crisp up. And then they mash the, the mashed potato to within an inch of itself with lots of butter and things mm. put, the, put that back into the shell mm. and then they cover that with caviar oh it's absolutely fantastic and
1: the caviar you don't put the caviar back in the oven do you, you have the caviar oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no just yeah no. just yes
2: it's very delicious I can't tell you I'm saying have
1: yes you... but I don't really I'm not a connoisseur on caviar but I can have you the never had it Sally it sounds... well I think I have but I don't I don't no. you know I think I've only I've only ever
0: had it when they sort of sprinkle no not really I've never had it no no. <laughs> <laughs> I've had pretendy versions of yeah. probably just it's- like mashed up something dyed black to make it look like something yeah. else yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna spend I've, christmas with you um next time christopher that's what i'm gonna do
2: they, they you, what, you my family not, are in
1: oxford i can nip over and see Nip okay, over caviar yes <laughs> 12 30 when the vodka's being poured no. do you have white wine with turkey or red i mean people say white wine with white meat and red wine with red meat are you well, we
2: have like a pate where we have a sweet sweet wine Right. which is very nice to have that with that. And then we go on to the turkey, and it's that is usually a red wine. And then we might have a glass of champagne with the with the pudding. And then cheese? Uh, no, we don't have cheese. The, the, my favourite meal over Christmas is, without doubt, Christmas night, where all the cold food is put out on the top of the table. And then we have all of that. So cold turkey, cold stuffings, potatoes, which are heated up, and parsnips. And all of that as a cold collation. And it's Mm. absolutely most delicious. Mm. Then we do have cheese with that. Yes.
0: Yes. But how do you make room for it all? Because you've started early.
2: We've got a vomitarium at the back. Oh,
0: great. Lovely. I was going to say, that's smashing. (laughs) Is it fingers down the throat or just ram a (laughs) carrot down? (laughs) 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 Perfect. And then you just carry on until... Until character. their shift ends.
2: <laughs>
0: you, were, you were born in the wrong time, weren't you, Christopher? You should have been a Roman, shouldn't you? Just keep it coming. I, I, keep it I going. was
2: a Roman. Um, were you? I, yeah, I played um, Nero and I, Claudius. You did? Yes. And I really believe, I was so close to that character, I really believe that I was Nero in a past life. And uh, recently, funny enough, on Radio... In fact, last Saturday, I think it was, on Radio 4... And it was about uh, Trump losing his position as president of the United States. She likened him very much to, I'm going to ignore that, sorry. So she likened Trump to Christopher Biggins's portrayal of Nero in I, Claudius. which <laughs> was very, very funny. <laughs> absolutely
0: marvellous. I don't know who that is. It's not Joan, is it? As- know,
2: they've rung off.
0: Have you ever like done a job where you think, oh God, I can't do this. I've had too many sherries the night before.
2: No, no, I never have. I, I also, because I'm big, a big man, I have a large capacity for alcohol. So, uh, Your no, liver's no. bigger,
1: isn't it? That's what happened, because my nurse friend told me that. So during the, was it the 90s when there was all these women drinking pints and she said, women's livers just generally aren't big enough to sustain this. It's not actually, she said, I'm not being difficult, but when you're a bigger person.
0: You can take more, can't you? Yeah,
2: it's true. It's very true. Boring
0: fact, but it's a fact.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Maybe my liver, because I I think I have the capacity to drink continuously, but my liver suggests otherwise. I've always been a vomiter. I convince myself now if I take an antihistamine before I drink. Uh, I've convinced myself I'm allergic to booze. but So if I pop an antihistamine subconsciously, I go, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> fine. No, of no, course I'm not. But, not you know, fine. for a little bit, I, I like to think, oh, this is working. People yeah. take antihistamine when there's pets around, Lou, not when there's alcohol around. Well, in a way, wine is a is a pet, isn't it? It's a comforter <laughs> in some way, shape or form, I'll isn't it, honest, Sally? Yes,
1: it's true. I'll be honest with you, Christopher, your life sounds fantastic. Yes. It, it is, Barbara. Sometimes I look
2: back, on my career and my life. And I think I, it's unbelievable what I've done, the people I've met, the people I've mixed with, uh, my friends. It is, I'm very, very lucky. I really am. And it's, it's, it's a marvellous life.
1: We want to know, is there anything you can't actually drink anymore?
2: Anything I can't drink anymore? No, I don't think so. I tell you what, I, I don't. I used to drink. I've got a great friend called Graham Smith, and I, his wife, who's so, no longer with us, they were great, great friends. And he loved, uh, after dinner party, going on to stickies, oh. you know, ports and brandies and uh, all those different things. And you had to drink them in one go. Oh, my God. One in one. And that's when you, you used to get really ill. And I can't do that anymore. I don't I don't drink port. I don't drink whiskey. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't drink drink whiskey. I don't drink brandy. I don't drink any of the liqueurs anymore. The only thing I quite. Fancy now and again is a a, a creme de menthe frappe, which is quite nice.
1: Oh, what's that?
2: It's creme de menthe, which Mm -hmm. is a mint mint liqueur, and you put crushed ice in it.
1: Oh, oh.
2: It's quite nice and refreshing. But even that, I don't think I've had one of those for about 10 years. So I don't drink any of those nicely called uh, stickies. I oh, did good. not
0: know that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use that now. May is this copyright, Christopher Biggins? The no, stickers. Can may I use, use it? it? No. Yeah, Thank me. you. Thank I you very when much.
1: When you said I don't drink the stickers, I just had a momentary memory of when I was in Australia in the '90s, and they used to serve these shots, and they'd call them blowjobs and things like that. That's what I thought you were referring to. But it was like amaretto and Bailey's mixed. And you were like, no, oh. none of those anymore. No. <laughs> no. no.
0: Bailey's. Oh, oh,
2: oh. I hate Bailey's. I can't hate. And sometimes now they. They use a uh, uh, Bailey's to enhance a pudding, you know, yes. by putting into a pudding and things like that. I can't bear Bailey's, I think it's horrible.
1: Do you like tiramisu then? That's a coffee. Uh,
2: not really, I'm not that fond of it. No.
1: Yeah, it's the coffee then, isn't it? Really, that yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Yes. I can't drink coffee after two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs>
0: Well, you're too busy drinking everything else. Aren't you? It's vodka, isn't it? Isn't By the it? sounds of things, with caviar at two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy myself a bottle of creme de menthe for Christmas. I've never had it before. I don't think. Is I it-
2: if you haven't had it? It's good, actually. It's nice, and it, it, as long as you crush the ice, yeah. And then pour it, uh, pour that into into a glass. And then pour the creme de menthe over the top. It's delicious. It is nice,
0: mm, quite oh. refreshing.
1: I imagine it sort of freshens up the mouth a little bit, does it? Yes, yeah, it
2: does. Yes. It does.
1: Like brushing mm. your teeth, but nicer. But you can still drink. Yeah,
2: exactly. yes. yes,
1: perfect. That's how they'll sell it.
0: <laughs> Not like brushing Damn. your teeth, but nicer. Is is Neil a drinker as well, or, do you, or does he have to look after you, or do you take it in turns to look after each other? Or no,
2: he loves a drink. drink. Good, good. No, he he absolutely adores a glass of wine. He, he's he will drink. Yeah, he'll 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 drink on his own, and he'll drink when we go out to restaurants and things. But he's he loves a drink definitely.
0: Ooh. See, you. I don't think I could be with a partner that doesn't like a boozerooze. No, just, I know. Yeah. I
2: agree. I agree.
0: No, no, yeah.
1: You don't ever want to get to the point where you can't drink anymore, do you? That's my aim in life—not to get to that, just to
0: keep it uh, sort of like an adequate enjoyment of booze. And then, yeah, and then um, and getting smashed, obviously. I'm concerned that I'm going to end up like my mum because my mum used to love a little drinky, but I'm concerned anyway. But uh, she, uh, there was one time, this is when she stopped drinking, was after one Christmas, I bought her a bottle of um, fig brandy in the bottom of the bottle was fig. an old fig and uh, uh, at a family do she'd had quite a few uh, drinky poos and she held the bottle up and declared to the whole room uh, about the fig oh that looks like my fanny And then after that, we never let my mum drink properly again. Oh, you should (laughs) let her drink and find out what other fruits look like. Various parts of her body. I don't want to know what fruits look like my mum's genitalia. Stick a banana in a bottle of gin and give it to her and see what she says. Oh, God, it was awful. And I was trying to woo a gentleman caller at the time. Never saw him again. Never saw him again. (laughs) My like mother-like daughter, isn't it? <laughs> my mum doesn't
1: drink. My auntie Brenda at her sister at a wedding was going to me. She drinks whiskey and lemonade. Tell your mum to start drinking, Sally. It just makes <laughs> you feel free and you get up and dance. She was about 80 at the time. And I was like, all right, I'll let her know. Oh, gosh. Oh. Well, I think we should wrap that up, really. But oh, you just say... You've got a question there, haven't you? Oh, yes. Yes, you always yes. ask your question.
0: Yeah, I, I always do, but I didn't know whether I could ask it. But actually, I, I'm going well, to. This is a question I always ask, which is whose spittoon would you drink? So you've got a spittoon with the leftovers I in it. Look at his could face. See I, your you, face. Made, you made me do this, Sally. <laughs> I know. This is your fault.
2: Well, the only person I think I would even entertain the idea is Neil.
0: Oh, that's a nice answer. That's a good
1: answer. Good Not job. even Joan.
2: Not even Joe, no. No, no. I know where that mad been. No. <laughs> Possibly one of the most disgusting questions I've ever been asked.
0: You're very welcome. <laughs>
1: we should also say is this champagne, this little champagne, what's it called again? It's called Bissinger and Co., that famous yeah. name. Nice. Is it a spit yes. or a
0: swallow? It's oh, a sw- I
2: think it's definitely a swallow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's we a swallow know. from me. Cheers, people. Cheers. 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 Yes. You've to you. You've been a delight Thank to chat
1: to, to. Yes. Oh, I can't even say it. I'm drunk now. <laughs> You've been a delight to chat to. Thank
0: you so much for joining us. Take care. Yeah. Lovely
2: to see you both.
0: Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried, recommend it. A- Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried, or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta,
1: we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at spit or swallow podcast 34, that's the numbers 34,
0: at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to
1: www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you
0: can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye!